You are listening to the Mission Matters Podcast Network, where we amplify the stories of entrepreneurs, executives, and experts. All right. Welcome to another episode of our podcast, Farming Assets. And if you're watching us on our YouTube channel, Asset Coach Tax Strategist, welcome. And so the last few episodes have really been just kind of focusing on, again, kicking the, the vault door down. Last episode, I know, was a little bit nerdy, a lot of numbers. So if you were on the podcast, you probably, if you stuck with me, on the podcast, you're you're a rock star. If you switched over to the YouTube channel because of the numbers, it was just easier, then I don't blame you. I would recommend that. What, what I'm trying to do is give you an understanding of, hey, this is great to listen to. It's great to understand audibly, but you really need to visually see the power of how this is happening and what's happening. And so, so today we're going to dive into a few more numbers. I'm going to give you some examples. I'm going to dive into personal examples of what traditional planning says, hey, you know what? You should go get a mortgage. And you, 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 the reason why you need to buy a house is because your interest is deductible. Okay. But as a business owner, is that a benefit to you? And we'll talk about that. We'll look at the numbers. Okay, not saying don't buy a house, but we'll look at the numbers and we'll see, Do you, should you keep a mortgage is the real point. Not necessarily do you need a roof over your head. We all need roofs over our head, but do you need to keep a mortgage? Is it good business? It doesn't make sense. So we'll look at that. The other piece of conventional wisdom is, well, you know what, Mr. Business Owner, you should probably start a 401k profit sharing plan. Is that beneficial to you? And we'll just through, run through some very basic numbers. I won't get too nerdy. I won't dive into all the other things that as a business owner, the, how the rules work and all this kind of stuff. We'll just stay very high level and just look at the very basics. And we'll use numbers to see what the net benefit is. Let me just clarify this right off the bat. The IRS, the government, the Congress, both aisles do not give you stuff that doesn't give them something back. They are investing you to return more money to them. They're dangling carrots in your face. So you do what they tell you to do because it sounds like a great idea. But as a business owner, you need to have a different mindset. They're making these rules and decisions. And most of the industry, financial planning, tax industry, are following suit based on the general public. You as a business owner are different. You need to think differently. Even if your advisors and your professional advisors are not, you need to. And hopefully today's episode will give you clarification of why I say that. So the first thing we're going to do is I'm going to go ahead and share my screen if you're looking visually. And again, if you're listening to the podcast, I'm going to do my best to kind of walk through these numbers. But what I'm showing are the historical top federal income tax rates from the very beginning of 1913, when they first started income tax rates, all the way up to 2020, which is now. Okay. And I'm going to also show you in the in another chart the top federal income married filing joint, what that meant from a dollars and cents. So in order for you to be the top federal income tax bracket, you need to have high income. What's that number? What's that look like? And then I'm going to show you a chart. Hello, I'm going to show you a chart of the historical federal tax revenue. And you let me know how wonderful they're taking taking care of you. All right. 
All right, so here we go. Numbers don't lie. Let's dive into it. First, first chart, the top federal income tax bracket <clears throat> back in the late to mid 1930s, 1936, 1937, 1939, that range, the top federal income tax rate was close to about 92, 93%. Okay. But what that mean income wise, right? Because there's going to be a lot of tax people myself included until I went into the numbers and looked at the numbers for myself, hey, tax rates were as high as 90 plus percent. Yeah, but that was for people in the 1930s that made $5 million a year income or more. How many people was that? That wasn't the general public. Okay. And then it slowly over the into the 50s, it dropped down to 70%. Well, what happened to the top income rate? dropped all the way down to really the 200,000. Okay, now, if you were making $200,000 or more in the 50s and 60s, you were at a 70% tax rate. That was the top level, okay? Pretty interesting, right? All right, now let's look at now. Let's actually, let's go to Reagan, right? Reagan, the, he, he's, he's uh, I'm a conservative. We all love Reagan, but in the 80s, the top tax rate was in 1984 was 28%. See, taxes weren't that high, but what was the top tax rate, meaning income, 169,000, and then it got all the way down to 30,950. You were at a, what is that? 31% tax rate. So if you made over, bear with me, $30,000 married filing joint, you, my friend, were in a 30, 28, 30% tax bracket. That's basically all your income, right? That's basically all your income. So today we're complaining at the top rate at 37%, but the top income is well over 600,000 married filing joint. So historically, income tax rates are almost the lowest they've ever been when you're looking at a percentage and a top tax rate dollar amount, okay? So what's that mean to us? Well, that means that we have a federal government today that is running away with spending, giving our money to other countries. They're doing craziness. And we're at historical low tax rates and top, uh, high top married filing joint tax income levels. What's going to happen with taxes? They have to go up. What's this third chart look like? Well, you go to the third chart, and this is the federal tax revenue in the billions from 1960. What has the government collected? Okay. So if you looked at the chart, it goes all the way from the very beginning of a hundred billion to now, to now over four trillion dollars of tax revenue collected. Historical tax lows, and they're still collecting four trillion dollars. Okay. Now there's two periods of time where this graph had a bump. 
Those periods of time were in the early 2000s when we had the the tech bubble, the corporate scandal, right? The three consecutive years of down markets. And then the other time was, yeah, the great financial crisis of 2002 to 2009. We encompassed the whole year of 2008 in that period of 18 months. Those are the really only two. Yeah, you had a little glitch right in the 2020, but you know, it skyrocketed higher right after that. So my point is, is that really doesn't matter who the politician is, doesn't matter the political affiliation, doesn't matter the income or the percentage of taxes. The government does what? Collects tax revenue. They make bank. They make bank. So they're not in the business of giving you and I, the individual taxpayer, the best tax deals. Now, if you're a business owner, you have better tax deals than normal W-2 employees. But we work with business owners all over the country, and even then, they're not necessarily taking the advantage, and I say advantage, meaning they're not utilizing the IRS code the way it's written for them. Okay. And so when we looked at tax brackets, the last episode, I showed you how that looked. We talked about how the top federal tax rate from a tax rate and and a, a dollar amount looks like now. Now let's dive into a couple reasons why government revenue has skyrocketed. Let's do this. So I'm going to get my little writing tool. And the first thing we're going to talk about is mortgages. It's the American dream. You get to deduct the interest of your loan. It's a tax benefit. All right. You as a business owner, remember what I said last episode. We did the income funnel and I drew an income funnel. Okay, and I'm drawing one right now. So imagine a funnel and the bottom, the first income you earn is taxed at 10%. And then progressively, it keeps going up to where the top tax rate today is at 37%. So your last dollars are taxed at a higher tax dollars. So that means if you were able to save money from going down the income funnel, meaning not take as much income as a business owner, you would be saving yourself from taxation on the top tax bracket, right? All right. So that's a 37% rate of return potentially, right? All right. Well, we're just going to assume a 24% tax bracket. Okay. We're going to continue our example of the business owner who earned 350,000. Their expenses were 12,000 a month. We bumped it up to 15 at 180. They had 170,000 profit at 40,800 tax savings at a 24% tax bracket. That's our example. We're still going to go through. Now, what we're going to do is we're going to, let's assume that the business owner has a mortgage payment of $3,000 a month. All right. Now we know that the amortization schedule works where the very first payment you make on your mortgage payment the majority of that payment is interest. Very, very small principal. And then your very last payment, your 360th payment is going to be the majority principal and very little bit of interest. 
right? And so from the beginning to the end, you're going to have a crossover year, usually around year 10 to 12 is when you're going to have a crossover where it's close to 50-50. Why why does that happen? Well, the banks are getting all their money up front, okay? They're getting all their money up front. Now, in my example, I'm just going to assume the full $3,000 a month mortgage payment is all interest, okay? We know it's not. And we know every month your interest amount drops. And we know every year your tax savings drops because you have less interest. And what do you do the moment interest rates drop? You go and do what? Refinance your loan to drop your payment, which means it drops your tax savings. Okay? So we cannot use that, oh, it's a great tax benefit as an excuse anymore when we just went through this. All right. Now let's assume a 24% tax bracket, okay? Married filing joint. So that means your $3,000 mortgage really is going to be a net or a gross, I should say, gross payment or income of $3,720. Okay, so that is your gross income. It passes through the income funnel on your paycheck. You pay your W-2 taxes. It nets $3,000 in your checking account. Your $3,000 goes to the mortgage company. Okay, now we do this for 12 months. And that means our interest payments are a total of $36,000. And if you're on our YouTube channel, you're seeing this being represented right now. Now, Let's also represent the the gross income. And the gross income is going to be at what? It's going to be 3720 times 12. So that's $44,640. So if you're sitting here on the podcast, write these numbers down. Net income for your mortgage payment, all interest, which we know is not accurate, right? We know the interest is a lot less, but we're just going to be conservative. I want to make a point here. So it's 36,000 of interest payments, total interest payments in year one. And gross income is at 44,640. Now, both are at a 24% tax bracket. So that means that the 36,000 interest payment is a tax savings. We're going to take that. And that means we saved 8,000. $640 in taxes. See, Bob, I told you it was a tax savings. You did. You did. You were right. But you are not right. (laughs) Because we got to take the tax cost of the $44,000. What's the tax cost of the $44,000? Well, 24% times the $44,000 gives us what? $10,714. That's how much income taxes we pay through the W-2. We net the $3,000 in our bank account. That $3,000 goes to the mortgage company. We get at the end of the year an $8,640 tax savings. Well, who won here? Well, the IRS won. Well, how can you say that, Bob? Because there's a net difference of $2,074. The IRS made two grand off of you. Now, where was I conservative on this? The interest of the mortgage, wasn't I? I assumed it was all interest, which we know it's not. And we know every year that interest payment drops. Does your mortgage payment drop? No. 
So your tax liability increases every year. So what are you saying, Bob? Are you saying I shouldn't have a mortgage? Not at all. What I'm saying as a business owner is you need to do everything you possibly can is to put a plan in place to pay off your mortgage immediately. So you don't ever need this income going through the income funnel to you individually because I'm going to erase all of this mortgage interest side of the equation. And if you have no mortgage interest, then guess what? You now don't need your $44,000 in income. So now instead of owing the two thousand dollars Seventy-four as a net. Now you're able to save ten thousand seven hundred and fourteen because you don't need this money anymore. We can put this and leave this as cash flow in the business and put this towards our strategies of reducing your tax liability. And that's essentially what your planners should be doing, and that's what we as planners do do. I don't know if that was good English, but you get the point. So that was your mortgage. Congratulations. You got your tax savings, not. So it's all about the numbers. Let's take the emotions out of this. Let's take the emotions out of this and look at this logically of how the rules are designed. The rules are not designed to make you net. There's a reason that Vegas has billion dollar hotels. It's not because people come into Vegas and win. There are some that do, and you may walk away with three, $400 winnings, but the majority lose. Welcome to the majority math here, okay? So very, very important. All right, let's now dive into, oh, this is going to be a tough one. Let's dive into 401ks, okay? Now, I'm going to keep this very, 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 very high level, Okay. And I'm gonna. I'm not gonna assume that you're. You have employees. I'm not gonna assume safe harbor rules. All I'm gonna use, all I'm gonna use is ten thousand dollar contribution, and that being a deductible tax deductible expense from your income. Okay. So, what's that mean? That means if you have a hundred thousand dollars of income. Your $10,000 is subtracted from your $100,000 of income and you're only taxed income-wise on your $90,000. So this $10,000, let's use a 24% tax bracket like we have been using. That gives us a $2,400 tax savings. See, Bob, I told you there was a tax savings. You're absolutely right. And let's say you did this for 25 years. Okay, now what's this equate to? This is $60,000 of tax savings over that 25 years. Woo-wee. What a deal. What a deal. Now, what we need to do is say, well, what about this 10 grand? We're, this goes into our 401k. So let's assume that this 10 grand grows. So we're writing this out, 10,000, and it grows at 6% average rate of return. Okay, 6%. Over that 25 years, right? So when you do time value money, that grows to $548,645. Half a million dollars. Boom. 
That's a lot of dough. Okay. That's a lot of dough. Now, we weren't taxed on any of this yet, were we? No, sirree. That's why this is a great deal, Bob. Okay. Maybe so. Maybe so. Now, let's look at this. We're going to need to move this over. So I don't know how to move this over. So I'm just going to clear this out. You take a picture of this <laughs> and let's start diving into the next step. Let's talk about the $548,000. All right. So we have $548,000. Let me see if I can do this over here. I should have started over farther left, but I didn't. So I apologize. But let's say we have $548,645. It's a beautiful retirement account. Very, very nice. Now, conventional wisdom says, you should be able to take out 4% of this, which later on in other videos, I'll debunk this as well, but let's just stick with the 4%. That means you take out $21,946. Now, this is not enough to live off of. There is no way your expenses are going to be $21,000 a year or less, zero. So you're gonna have to have social security added to this. And let's say it's 36 grand social security. You add your 21, you're at $57,000. still not enough to survive in retirement. But that's not the point of this video right now. The point of the video is, hey, is a 401k plan a tax benefit for you? All right. So you're going to take out $21,946, and let's we're at a 24% tax bracket, right? So that means we're going to have a taxation of $5,200, $5,266. And let's say we live off this for 20 years, okay? So we retire at 66, we live off this to age 86, and we pass away. So in that 20 years, we paid $105,000 and $340,000. So $105,000, $340,000. That's what we paid in taxes in 20 years that took us 25 years to save 60 grand. What's the net benefit? Drum roll, please. Again, the IRS wins by what? $45,000 and $340,000. So you add your $2,000 a year in the mortgage, you add your $45,000 here. Wow, no wonder the IRS's revenue, the government's rev tax revenue has skyrocketed. This is how the game is played. The rules are not for you. The rules are for who? The government. They're for banks. Okay, I'm not even diving into you pass away in the net benefit of your balance of your account. What happens to that from a taxation perspective? I'm not even talking about that. I, again, I'm just keeping very high level my $10,000 contribution on a monthly, on an annual basis. I saved money on taxes. I grew that money. I paid no taxes. I took out my 4%, I, which was still not enough to live off of. I paid my same 24%, so I left the tax brackets at the exact same level, 
And at the net end of the day, the net was what? 45,000 to the government's benefit, just like the 2,000 was the benefit to the government. Again, you need to be weary. As a business owner, you need to have a different mindset of how you're going to understand these games, these rules, these assets. Are they good assets and important? Absolutely. Every asset is a great asset. But does it make sense for you and your plan? And how do we allow it to enhance your plan and bring your tax level down? Mr. and Mrs. Business Owner, ladies and gentlemen, that is the whole point of our practice. That's the whole point of our podcast, the whole point of the books we write, the whole point of our YouTube channel. The whole point is take the emotion out of it. Forget the politics and let's look at the numbers and dig in deep and learn the rules of what we've been taught and find out that these are all tools and we found out that we have been the tool. How do we turn that around and use that to our advantage? You need to understand the rules. And ladies and gentlemen, these are just two examples that I'm showing you just to debunk. Am I saying this is accurate for everybody? No, but I'm saying you absolutely need to understand this to see if these are even viable, valuable to you. And if you're not even looking at this, you're not even, asked, not even asking the questions. Now that you have the information and you're not asking this of your CPA, tax professional, your financial advisor, your, your investment advisor, your insurance professional, your estate attorney, whoever you consider as a professional advisor, if they can't give you a good answer, an explanation of what I just shared with you, do you care about your hard-earned dollars? the end of the day, you need to care more than everybody else. And so hopefully this was helpful. This was totally nerdy and fun at the same time for me. I hope that I hope you got this information. Feel free to share this information to your friends, family, colleagues, like it, add comments. And at the end of the day, this is information. You don't have to agree with me. That's okay. You're not going to hurt my feelings if you don't agree with me. That's not a big deal. It's your money. You work hard for it. Do whatever you want with your money. But it is my responsibility. It is my job if I know this information to share with you. And so hopefully it was helpful. Thanks so much again for spending some time with us, either on our podcast listening or even on our, our YouTube channel watching. Have a great day. Thank you so much. This has been a Mission Matters Network production. Listen to this show and browse our entire catalog by visiting missionmatters.com.